What up, guys and gals? This episode of the Sweet Tea Podcast is brought to you by Southern Soul Roots and Gifts. Southern Soul Roots and Gifts is a black woman-owned and operated hair care and accessory business providing satin-lined bonnets, beanies, and other cute accessories to meet any and all of your natural hair needs. You can also get custom-made magnets, coasters, mugs, keychains. The list actually goes on and on. The products are super cute and creative, and they make one-of-kind items, so you will never see the same one twice. You can actually get custom-made anything. They're super open, ready to make anything. They actually made it so cute and unique. I have never seen anything like it, and I love it so much. I wear it every night, and I actually got some coasters for my mom and some mugs for my sister. Like It's just real cute stuff that they can say, oh, that is really cute. Thank you so much, and people will love you, and you'll thank them. So if you want, if you would like one of your own, you can go to their website at southernsoulrootsandgifts.com and use the code SWEET TEA and you get 20% off your first order. That's southernsoulrootsandgifts.com and that's the code S-W-E-E-T-T-E-A for 20% off. One more time, southernsoulrootsandgifts.com. Tell them that we sent you, and let's start the show. What up, guys? What up, what up, what up? We have made it. So the last podcast, someone said that it was episode eight, and I definitely said it was episode nine. And it was. was, (laughs) It was episode nine, and I wasn't tripping. It's episode ten. So we made it to ten. We finally made it to ten, and I remember remember telling y'all that we was going to have our shit together by episode ten, but, uh, yeah. Well, we, Uh, we, (laughs) we did. This was going to be on time. You know. So it's by episode 10. We're recording it on the right day. I'll post it tomorrow. You know what I mean? So it'll be, we're getting our shit together. We have the website for both. We have all the technical stuff. We did get all that together. We did get that together. give us credit for that. For the world to see that we have gotten things together. Come on, give us some credit, bro. <laughs> it took us. It took me a while to do all that shit. No, I'm not taking away from everything that you did, but it just still feels like there's so much more that we need to do. But now it's just keeping it up. So it's like uh, we're currently in my room right now, and we have mountains upon mountains of fabric that we have to <laughs> cut because we have a show in like two days. In two days, and we still have a lot of work to do. Yeah, we will be up pretty much. All tomorrow night, yeah, who the hell all Friday, you know. and then and I'm Saturday. supposed to work Friday night, so I, I'm getting off of work and going straight into doing this. Yeah, so we're gonna be, it's gonna be amazing. Oh, we're gonna also have um, uh, flyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have Shout flyers to, and we got the designs together. Yes, which I haven't even shown you how what the business cards look like for the podcast. Ooh, they fly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we've been really busy, guys. And last week, I just came back from Women of the World Poetry Slam in Dallas, Texas, and it was uh, life changing. Dare I say, and it I'm wasn't sure very life changing. It was it was dope though. It was good. 
it was a good time. I really like Dallas. We might have to make Dallas a thing. We'll have to see. We'll have to keep you posted because, you know, Dallas, I we're moving and shaking. Um. So anyway, this is Tova. And this is Amber. And if you didn't already know by now, this is the Sweet Tea Podcast coming to you all the way live from uh, bomb-ridden Austin, Texas. I feel like we should be, like, in Syria or some shit for how, like, crazy this past, like, month has been. It's like you ever just... It's and like I know a bad dream. Like, I know some of y'all do constantly live in a fear of... Un- uh, a, a state of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, uncertainty coupled with, like, the surprise of what's gonna happen next. And it's like the... The, the fear of the unknown times a million because yeah. you could also die. Bad shit could happen and you could also die. Yeah, it's So crazy. it's like who knows where LT. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. But um, yeah, it's just been, it's been really crazy in Austin. Uh, you know, South by Southwest is wrapping up this week and um, they should, it, well, technically wrapped up last weekend, but they're still doing like conferences and stuff like that so south by southwest really is all the month of march um so that's one thing also we are um reeling from this bombing thing so we'll talk about that a little bit later but uh we want to go through what we talk about here on the show it is a southern inspired podcast written produced co-wrote all that stuff uh by black women uh, I am a black single mom, and I am a black lesbian. You know. Yeah, we are cisgender. I'm cisgender, black, straight, heterosexual. I guess that's that's. I don't know, straight. Yeah. You're yeah. Cisgender, straight, black woman. Yeah. And I I guess I'm uh I'm not straight. I'm. I'm a lesbian, but I guess I am cisgender because I do identify as a woman, and I, I, I didn't I portray myself as a woman, mm-hmm. and I believe that's be what that means. But we have so many fucking terms. It's a lot of labels. Uh, so, so many fucking terms. Um, you know, like, why can't I'm people here. just be what the fuck they are? Anyway, well, um, I think that's the problem. We were in cages for so long that everybody has to identify as something. Somebody so. has, but like we were in cages so long, and the first thing you do when you get out of a cage is figure out who goes in what cage. Mm. Because that's how sense works. Anyway, Touché. um, I actually have good news. Oh, wait, I wait, wait. let me go through the rest of what we. The I thing. thought you were done. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. I well, I didn't get through all of it. We went on a tangent, but that's okay. Um, things we care to care about. Basically, we tell you things and talk about things that we care to talk about that happened this week with us or like in the world in general. Um, we're broke. Pay us. It's pretty self-explanatory. Self-care tip of the day and the mail call. Um, So, yeah, what were you going to say? No, I just, um, I guess we can put that into things we care to care about because I care about it. Okay. (laughs) We'll do that. So the black woman of the day uh, is Shonda Rhimes. Shonda! uh, Who is showing her whole tale right now by the closing of um, Scandal. We all knew it was gonna happen, but um, it can't, it couldn't possibly last forever. But it couldn't. But this was the final season of Scandal, and I am not trying to hear any of you. I don't want any spoilers. I will be off social media now that y'all know I haven't seen how it ends. Please keep your mouth shut. Right? Yeah. 
I just want to know what happened. I don't really care um, to watch it. I'm just waiting for her so, to watch it so that she can tell me so I won't have to watch it. I she, feel like you're not going to watch it regardless. I know, but I want to know it. <laughs> I want to, I mean, I watched it at the beginning. I watched the first, I think, three seasons and I just kind of fell off. So I want to know how it ends, but I don't care to watch it yeah. to know. That's, There's a lot of shows on TV like that for me. Yeah. Just somebody but, tell me what happened. Like, This Is Us. I heard it's an amazing show, but I don't care to watch a show that I'm going to cry every week for. No, not going to do that. (laughs) I have enough uh, emotional clout. I'm going to be crying about shit that happened 12 years ago because I ain't cried about it since then. So, nope, not going to do that. Sorry. I, um. So, yeah, shout out to Shonda. Do you still watch um, How to Get Away with Murder? Of course. Okay. I don't, I. I honestly think that's coming to an end pretty soon because Annalise has backed herself into a corner and she's good at backing herself into corners and all of a sudden it just works out for her but it's getting to the point where she's running out of options to where it's either turn yourself in or you and all these kids gonna go down for all of the fucked up shit you done did and it's I've, that's how it feels like, okay, this either is going to take another twist because it takes a, a, a semi-season twist every goddamn time it comes on and it ends and yeah. we got to wait. But it's, it's, it's the, I'm getting different vibes from this from this season right here. And it, it, she didn't say that this was the last one, but I got to feel like since she, because if you didn't know, Shonda is no longer going to, uh, to my understanding, she's no longer going to write for for ABC. She signed a Netflix deal, yeah, for a few million dollars, so she's going to write exclusively for Netflix. So I feel like that show is eventually going to come to an end. But I feel like she wrote about three more seasons mm-hmm. before she go ahead and called it quits. But she didn't do that for Scandal. And she has Grey's Anatomy, and she has The Catch. So I, I'm surprised Grey's Anatomy is still on. I know that there's some like diehard, still Grey's Anatomy fans. It is, I believe. But it's on the like tenth season or something like that, right? No, bro. Grey's Anatomy is on like season sixteen. Jesus <laughs> Christ. G- yeah, si- holy moly, it, at moly, least moly. sixteen. I might be late. It might be. <laughs> it might be in the twenties. 20 something. Yo, now I need to look this up because. Uh, no, baby. Season 14. Wow. I was in college when season 14 was going on. Yeah, damn. Oh, um, yeah. It's. Yeah, season. That's been on for a while. Like, we've known these people and gotten attached to these people. And I'm going to be so upset if anything else happens because y'all done already took away Christina. Y'all done already killed my Derek. I'm still not, I'm, I'm still feeling ways. I'm still not okay. Like, I just, I, I don't know. I really don't know. And it's. They're in season 14 right now. Is it season 14? Oh, it must have been yeah. season 11, what but I was But I thinking was still about. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was only okay. 10. Yeah, um, I was still wrong. Yeah. So, like. So, I must be thinking about season 11. Wow, that's um, crazy. But, yes, yeah, it's, it's Grey's Anatomy is, that's. And it I comes mean, on every day somewhere. Like, Lifetime has it on. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like how, uh, what is it? My show of all time, uh, Law & Order SVU. I don't know what it is about that show, but I love it so much. If but I get caught. I know for damn sure Law & Order SVU is in, like, season 22. Oh, yeah. Season, <laughs> they're, like, season 97. <laughs> like, let's see. Uh Law and Order. I mean, Law and Order in general has been out for 30 years. Gotta be. 
So Law and Order SVU is in season nineteen. Really? Yes. I thought it was. I don't know. I I don't know. Fuck, I'm weird. talking about clearly. But season, <laughs> but season nineteen, and I think it's because you can always find something fresh and interesting about that. I mean, just look in the news. Oh, that crazy shit happened. I could spin that and make it into. Uh, you know, I guess 30 minutes or whatever. But if I get caught on USA and Law long. and Order is on, the, the and I ain't got nothing changing. to do, the channel ain't changing. The channel is not changing because I'm like, okay, it could be some good background noise or whatever. And then you'd be like, oh, shit. I they found him be, in a barrel. <laughs> and it's, it's always fucked up. Like you find yeah. somebody, baby, in the sewer. Yeah, it's always or somebody, mad tragic. Or somebody kid being taken and they yeah. find a kid in the park unconscious. I'm like, why it always <laughs> got yeah, to be it's so always much? mad tragic. Mad, but it's mad good tragic. as shit. Like you can't look away. It's like a train wreck. whatever. That woman needs all of the awards. I'm so, I'm so confused why she don't... Why they don't just have a an Emmy just named Bruh. after her? What is what is Elliot's real name? Mm. Something Mahoney. He is good fucking actor. Yeah. Then he went to what is it? Um, what's that show on HBO about the vampires? True Blood. Yeah, he went on True Blood mm-hmm. for like two seasons. Then he got killed, and I was like, oh. Now he's on some new show where he's like funny. I I have a hard time dealing with characters that I've just like like Harry Potter. I like. Go but he can always go back to SVU. Yeah, I mean, like but he didn't get just, killed off. He didn't get killed off, but it's just like I have problems seeing people in other roles that I've already got oh, used yeah, to seeing them in. Like I can't take Daniel Radcliffe seriously in a real role. And you know what's so funny? Like, <laughs> you mentioned Daniel Radcliffe. Like he do, he takes all kinds of like weird ass roles now because he's like I'm already a cabillionaire, so I don't right. really fucking need the money. I just want to do some I weird can burn shit. Burn branches in my front yard in my drawers. I can. I just want to do weird shit, man. I mean, Emma Watson went to college. She's like, oh, well, I guess I'm done all that I can do, money wise. I'm just gonna get this degree just because. Rupert Grant is a model. Nobody's surprised. No, he's fine. <laughs> Nobody's surprised. Um, they did it. They did good for themselves to say they started doing Harry Potter when they were like ten. Man, yeah, their whole adolescence was basically on camera. On camera, that's weird. I couldn't imagine that. Oh, these my allergies. The one thing I really despise about living in Austin is just my allergies are on seven thousand, and I don't have any allergy eye drops. I might have to leave and go get some. I can't deal with this. Ugh. Anyway. All right. So, yes, shout out to, we say all that to say, shout out to Sonda Rhimes for uh, being amazing and we continuing to write black women into very complex and, and, amu- and amazing and beautiful stories and we're not typecast into being the mammy or the nurse or the maid or some, like, right. supportive role shit. Like, we're in the front, in center. I did watch the one where it was, like, the smash, the mashup, because I knew that they didn't have anything to do with... They did have any... They did intersect in the storylines that are continuing, mm-hmm. but I knew if I watched those two, it's not like I would be lost in yeah. what's happening, because they would have to figure out a way to make it some kind of continuity. So I was just, like... First of all, that crossover episode was good. it Both was amazing. Both of them were. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I was like, okay, so y'all mad at Olivia. That's cool or whatever. But, like, she's fighting for justice for a black man that was innocently put in jail. Like, you are so fucking evil that you don't even see, like, yeah, she did fucked up shit, but, like, think of the good that she's doing right now. Nobody can't see the good past their own feelings, and that's all it oh is. Oh, my God. When feelings. they were bringing each other to task in that hair salon, I lived for every fucking every moment of that. Minutes. Olivia needed to hear that five seasons ago by her bougie ass. She needed to hear that. And and um, and Elise needed to hear that about herself. Like, they gave each other what each other need because they're not around any older black women. Right. You know what I mean? And what was so also another touching part was when Cicely Tyson was with Carrie Washington, which mm-hmm. is like two legendary actresses in the same like fucking screen. Right. And like Olivia didn't have a mom. So she didn't understand why you would be so attached to this woman and you have this huge case. Right. Like I think in that moment Olivia realized how much she lost by not having a mom. In that moment. My favorite part of that episode was when when Annalise was freaking out and she was like, I can't do this. You need to do this. And Olivia was like, I, I cannot do this. You have to do this. Right. And he's like, well, what do you need? And she broke down and she was like, I need a drink. And she was just like, ugh. All right. Cool. And then she was just like, Whatever you feel like you need in this bottle is already in you. I know that. I just don't have time to convince you of that. So if you need to drink, drink. I'm like, yes, Olivia. We don't have time for this. So do what you got to do. Please get it together, Uh, uh, (laughs) Annalise, because you got to represent. That is the attitude I want to have with everybody that I encounter all day long. Right. Just just do what you got to do, baby. Yeah, if this is going to get, get you into that court, do it. Let's do it. <laughs> we have to go. <laughs> we don't have time for this trauma right now. So, yeah. So, shout out to Shonda Rhimes. Black woman in history is... The black woman in history, her name is Rebecca Crumpler. Like a crumpet. Okay. <laughs> or a, a, crumpled, a, a crumpled top. Okay. <laughs> um... She was born in 1831 in Christiana, Delaware. And in 1852, she moved to a Boston, Massachusetts neighborhood in Charlestown and worked as a nurse with no formal training. What the fuck? <laughs> she worked as a nurse? She worked as a nurse with no formal training. She was training. like, come on, baby, let me just see what, let what me, it is. Let me see what's let me going look at on. You. Yeah. Um, eight years later, eight years later, she went to female medical college. So she was doing this with no training. Lord help. Flying blind. bodies in her damn <laughs> For backpack. eight years. Lord help. Well, and, she, I, hopefully she perfected it in eight years, oh been like Lord. testing shit out. Ooh, that, you bled out. Sorry about that. Then 1864, she became the first African-American woman to receive an MD degree. Amen. And after her obtaining her degree, she went on to do the very noble work of providing medical care to freed slaves because nobody wasn't trying to work, help out no freed slave that just happened mm. to be free. <laughs> so that's real dope that they actually, it was called the Freedmen's Bureau, if you didn't know. Um, 1883, she, she published her first book, a book of medical discourses, notes she kept during her medical career. You know, a lot of doctors do that. 
they just published their notebooks from like years and years. That is some scary shit. That is every landmark or bazaar or case that just fascinated them from over like 30 or 40 years. I read a couple of them. You'd be amazed at some of the shit people see. Like, some of the shit that come through an ER is just insane. Um, And on on March 9th, 1895, so we're about, what's 21st? It's about 11, 11 days past. Mm-hmm. Crumpler passed away at the age of 64 in Boston, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So, first woman to get a medical degree, and she looks familiar. She has one of the familiar faces. Like, yeah, she does look like somebody's auntie. She, she looks real familiar, but, um, Shout out to Rebecca Lee Crumpler. I did not know anything about you. So that's what this is for. The more yeah. you know. The more you know. Like, da na na na. Don't see what. Okay, so uh, next up is things we care to care about. Oh, this is going to be long. So which which long. one are we going to do first? So let's do, like, let's sandwich it, right? Like, something funny, <laughs> something trash. And then something, like, not funny, but, like, lighter than the trash. Okay. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about, which I forgot to mention before we started, is did you see that Blue Ivy was bidding uh, against Tyler Perry for some art, and she, like, got up to, like, (laughs) (laughs) $19,000? Yo, and, like, Tyler Perry's doing an interview about it. You damn right. I would do an interview, too. (laughs) This six-year-old i only think she's six i think she's she might be six she's like maybe like five or five or six anyway uh i was talking to soups and soup was like yeah she probably just like got it out of her allowance mm-hmm. you know what i mean fine if you want to spend your monthly allowance right on an art piece she's for like, nineteen thousand like, dollars mom, mom i have a point to prove mom mom tyler I think he's gonna front me i have to shit on all tyler perry people mom. i'm uh, about to shit on him mom and let get my get my plastic Barbie to go purse. Get my card. Get my black card, mom. Right. And I'm about to like, stun on hoes right now. You're gonna spend your allowance. It's like just get an advance off my black card, mom. Like you always do. Right. Like, you always do. Like mom. Like let's just be serious about it. I just like everything Blue Ivy does is like I feel like what Jada Jade. Jaden and Willow got to experience, but not in like the public eye. And they're not; she's not really in the public eye like that. But it's just so funny we get to hear all these funny ass stories she's about hilarious. how right. like Blue Ivy's like shushing her mom and dad, who are Beyonce and Jay Z, and like chill, chill, chill. You making it way too hot right now. You need to Mm-mm. chill out. All that, yeah, yeah, yeah. For these people we don't know, at the Grammys in the front row, cut it up. Like, front row Grammys is, like, where she sits. Uh-huh. That's, like, normal to her. And like your, your, your parents are jay God bless them. Like, That's, I mean, God bless that whole family. And is Jay-Z every Beyonce time they do that? anything amazing, I'm just like, oh, thank you. Like, thank you for standing on like, all these white people. And, like, being so beautifully black and so unapologetically black and, like, not trying to, like, hide who they are or... You know, not do a OJ and say I'm not black. I'm OJ. Like, yeah, mm. I think I'm both. You can be both, my guy. Okay. So, 
Oh, Shout right. out to Blue Ivy. So, um, do we know any other kids? Have Do you follow Will Smith's Instagram? I don't follow his Instagram. No, I don't. It's so inspirational. Like, if you want to sure have, like, a positive, like, moment in time, Will Smith be on some, like, relationship goals, parenting goals, black goals, black rich black people goals. He does all videos. kind of goals. He's he always was his YouTube is like apparently popping too. I just really follow him on Instagram. I don't have time to be watching no three minute movie, but yeah, I don't have time for three minutes anymore. And that's it. Anyway, three uh, minutes is three minutes is girl. That's a hundred and eighty seconds. That's a long time. Three minutes and ten seconds. Anything that's over three seconds minutes three is times. crazy. Um. Yeah. So you you want to talk about it now? Okay. All right. So in Austin. Uh, past two weeks, we have had um, an bomber. He has detonated four bombs, and they found, I think, three of them that weren't detonated. Um, three of them was in neighborhoods in Austin. One was with a tripwire. One was found in a FedEx and shirts, which is north of San Antonio. And um, the other two uh, were found, but they didn't detonate. And then... Um, this morning, March 21st, um, he uh, took his own life by detonating one of a bomb in his vehicle on I-35. His name was... Michael something. Um, I forgot already. Because he's not important because he's terrorized so many humans we shouldn't remember his name. But that's not how America works. That's not how it works. So his name is Mark Anthony Condit, Condit, C O N D I T T. Um, some type of generic white guy name. Yeah, um, I mean Jesus, Mark, come on. Um, he's from uh, he's from Pflugerville, which is north of Austin. He's basically from Austin. He's twenty four year old white male, and you know the media and the police are spinning it like they always spin when white people terrorize humans, white men particularly. Um, you know, he's a lone wolf. He was working by himself. He did all the bombs by himself, which is bullshit. Of course, of course, he of course, he didn't do all the shit by himself. Um, somebody on NPR who knew him said that this wasn't Mark. Like, yes, it was. You just didn't know this nigga, but yes, he was. He's just as violent as he was now. So. Austin has basically been in fear, but they've been pretending like it hasn't been because I think it's not so much because he's white, but because South by Southwest was happening. Right. They didn't want to. They didn't want to make it too hot. You see what I'm saying? When people like leave or never come back to South by. Right. Like he could have honestly. I, I'm. It's interesting because he could have honestly detonated one of those bombs downtown. He really could have. Which it'll cost a lot more damage but he didn't uh austin austin bombing suspect family speaks out about his darkness um Mm. you know and they're sending these pictures of him when he was looking like just a regular degular kiddo from uh you know a small country town no no, like they, they're trying to like romanticize his. Yeah, I mean, he's a monster. Like he you is, can't, you can't make the boogeyman attractive. He's a fucking monster. Like, 
not monster. No. Okay, I won't say monster. He's a fucking problem. And problems need to be dealt with. And, and it's I'm a glad. pattern. I'm glad. This is not a this is not new. This right is now. a pattern that needs to seriously be addressed. Like, yeah, he didn't shoot up anybody, but bombs? And then they were like, was he an expert? Anybody could be an expert online. The it internet makes matter. everybody an expert. You killed two people. You killed two people and you, you injured harmed. Five. Yeah. That is seven people that were injured. You have the blood in the conscience of hurting seven Austin people. Bomber was frustrated with his life authority. Say everybody's frustrated with their life. See what I'm saying? Like, if this dude would have been black or brown, this is not we wouldn't even be having these conversations. He would have been a terrorist, he would have been a thug, he would have been working with a whole network of other people to scare white people into thinking that... Like, you need to be looking at these neo-Nazi groups. You need to be looking at these people that don't care about their lives or what they're doing or whatever the case may be. That's what you need to be looking at, not looking at us, thinking that we uh, we are the cause of all of this violence. Like, y'all need to be handling that shit on your own. So I'm just like... What was your first thought when you found out what was happening? My first reaction was, huh, so people are doing bombs now. So the, we, we've been having this very candid discussion in America right now about gun control. So somebody was like, no, I'm going to up the ante and do a bomb. I'm like, okay, let's so plant bombs all over the place. let's plant bombs all over Austin. I'm like, that's tip. That's First of all, I was like, some white person out there is wilding the fuck out. Right. That was my, my very first I thing. I mean, was like, they were dropping bombs. And, and it's targeting like the male, I'm like this is a white person. Yeah, and then it, it was like it was like, you know, it's tar- targeting more black people, prominent black people. That was the narrative, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh great! And so now we have to worry about packages now because everybody ships shit now. I right. ship shit from Amazon all the time, so it's like great now I can't ship shit to me because somebody's trying to fucking bomb me. Then it was like, oh. Now he doing tripwires like that sounds like war. What are you talking about right. tripwire? Calculated motherfucking. Yeah, war. you're just like, like trying to get anybody at this point. And then I was thinking like, okay, so he's bombing all over the place. They can't catch him. And the reason why they can't, and that and that's another reason why I thought he was white because it was taking too fucking long to find this dude. Mm-hmm. If it was a black and brown person, they would have caught him within days. Yeah, within days. Or maybe Or they would have found hours. somebody to, to pin it on. Yeah. We would have had a suspect faster for than sure. they had one. And they didn't have one, so that's why it got, you know, it got a little hot for the police or whatever. And so then they were like, well, they're just bombing people indiscriminately. And then I thought, well, now they're getting close because it's like 500, like, federal agents that was here on the ground you know, trying to look for this person. So then they decided to try to ship it through FedEx, and it detonated. And I don't think it was supposed to detonate because it had an Austin address on there. Mm -hmm. So then, I mean, but the dude, like, went into, like, a uh, FedEx, and they recorded him in there. He looked, looked, like, disheveled and, you know, whatever. And they're going to pin this on a lot of shit, just like they do for everything else that white people do. But... We'll see how the investigation goes and, like, if they're able to find a motive. But he had a blog post. He said that he was somewhat conservative and um, he was taking a class. I guess he was taking some kind of class and they were doing – they had to do a blog Mm -hmm. through the class. And so I didn't read it. I just read some of the titles. 
like why abortion should be illegal, why gay marriage should be illegal, and I'm like, okay. But apparently he was gay, so, but not apparently, allegedly, he may have been gay. So, you know what? I am just, I've long since stopped trying to figure out why people do things, but it's just, People are just horrible. It gets to the point to where I understand that you're a shit person, but what is your end game? What do you... Like, being prejudiced and saying a bunch of ignorant shit towards mm. people that are different from you is not going to necessarily change anything. No. So... It just makes them feel better. Like, a bully what needs to have somebody is, to, like, what attack. What is the point of this? You are literally killing people just because... To do what? To do the same thing that everybody else is doing? You could have did that shit and not harmed a damn person. So I'm like, what are you doing this for, really? You could have definitely just blew up yourself. Or that. Or that. That could have worked, You could have definitely did that. But it's just, it goes back to that, like, what? White people. Like. (laughs) Yo, white people, y'all need to chill, bro. Like. You already run everything and own everything. Why do you have to continually, like, be anxious? And I'm not saying all white people. We didn't say all white people. But but y'all know who we talking about. Some you of y'all know might somebody, even agree. Right. You, you know somebody at least that ain't shit. And we not trying to debate, so shut, shut the hell up. Right. Um, so apparently he has been gotten. Apparently he is a lone ranger. Apparently we should all not be worried because... Because he's he's a, he's in that he's been apprehended. You he's know? been apprehended, and the police are gonna do their job because they're so good at that, you know. Right. Um, so apparently, allegedly, we we don't have no more worries, but we'll see. My guy told me to watch. Hmm. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. You sleep on one eye open. That's what I do. Um. That's what I do. But that was that was the shitty thing, and then what we were gonna talk about. I. Your thing you're happy about. Oh, I am currently practicing. I made regional Austin Ooh. regional slam team. Yeah, I, I will be representing Austin Poetry Slam with three other amazing individuals. Um, I'm doing your photographs. I don't know. I don't remember what day. Okay. I don't remember what day, but I'm doing y'all photographs. It's not gonna be until June, and it's already. A pretty dope ass experience. I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah, being I'm I'm happy that the regional team is your first team experience. You're in the, on there with you know all vets, so right. We can learn a lot from David. Bry was my first coach, so yeah. It'd be dope, 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 dope. Neither uh, we're talking about people like you, like people know what we're talking about. If you ever come to Austin Poetry Slam and you're in Austin, Texas, you'll meet these wonderful poets. Um, as he says, other people that are going to be representing Austin Poetry Slam at the regionals, um, which is in Southern Fried, which is this June in San Antonio. You can go to, this is a shameless plug for whatever. Uh, it's Southern Fried Poetry Slam dot com. Um, and it's going to be in San Antonio, Texas this year, which is dope because I don't have to leave uh, Texas to any national poetry events. It's usually like other places. It's like usually in different states. Far up north. Yeah. Like, so to, it's for it to be like an hour and a half away is love. Yeah. Um, um, we won't probably get this for a long time from now because we've definitely been in Texas for the last two years, so probably not going to happen for a while. But 
Uh, it is comp- composed of um, Christopher Michael um, out of Colleen. As he says, Teresa Johnson. And now uh, Amber is on that team. Hey, man. And you can go to austinslam.com for more information about Southern Fried Teams and all that fun stuff as well. So, yeah. And congratulations. I didn't know. I found out why I was in Dallas. And, and, and Jomar, like, because Jomar is her best friend, and yeah. I thought that she knew, and she just didn't tell me. She wanted me to be surprised, and I'm like, I was, I was going to feel some type of way, and then she was like, "Oh, so you just wasn't gonna tell me you made the team, right?" So, so I, I talked to, like, <laughs> I talked to Jomar, and he's like, "Oh yeah, and Amber's on the team," and I was like, "When? <laughs> when was Amber on the team? Oh, it just happened like Wednesday," and I was like. Yeah, I was taking oh. a nap, and then my phone vibrated, like, hard, like, three times against my face. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And it's like, oh, you can be on the team because one of the people dropped out. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Go back to sleep. But it's like, um. Yeah, um, so I didn't know. So I text her talking about heifer, why you ain't tell me you made the team? She was like, <laughs> I thought you already knew. I was about to be mad. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what the shit goes on. I just pay for registration and the and hotel. The That's all I do. You know what I'm saying? That is my sole job is making sure that y'all get there safely and y'all have a place to sleep. That's my whole job. So congratulations again. It's gonna be it seems like it's a bit gonna be a lit team, so Yeah, it's already Lady Mae Jenkins on the writing front. Not Lady Mae Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm done. Good night. <laughs> Good night. It's uh, Lady Mae Jenkins. Um what else is going on? South by Southwest finally wrapped up. Thank God. Finally. That's over. I mean, we won't get like... I we won't get I thirty five back for another two weeks. But you know, hey, you know, it's they're leaving. They're going back to where the hell they came from, and then blessings back. for that. Blessings um, for that. Austin back home, amen. Austin brings some some unique folks. That he does. And um. Thank you. I don't know if you're listening or you probably were. You said you would remember. Sugar, that lives in New York, thank you for the advice. We have taken your advice with our other YouTube channel that I was telling you about and with the podcast, and it seems to be working, so thank you. What was the advice? You know, I was telling you we need to send products to um, other oh. people to review or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have a product review coming up pretty soon. Pretty excited about that. But we'll talk more about that. Yeah. And we will we will include you will include it here when it happens. Yeah. Pretty excited but, about um, it. But um, you know, just watch for right now. Just watch out cuz it's real hot shit coming. Real 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 hot. Yeah. Who um, plays video games? I'm saying I'm asking that question. Oh yeah, that's I'm, right. <laughs> I'm asking that question like I like know. Call of Duty. I like very, I like to shoot people in the head and call it a day. I like adventure games. Like, like what? Um, I don't know if you ever played a game called Life is Strange. No, if I can't shoot people, I'm not going to play that game. Yeah, see, I think like, you probably won't know any of the games that I'm talking about. I like mm. puzzle games and I like adventure games. I like, mm. I like games that make you think. And I also like um, Japanese fighting games. So, like, so specific. <laughs> I specifically like not Korean Japanese, Japanese. fighting games. <laughs> not Chinese, <laughs> not Korean, not Filipino. If it's 
Japanese. If you can't understand what the hell is going on, it's probably a really good guess. Um, okay. You know, that's that's how my criteria works. I, hey, everybody has markers. You know what I mean? I, so saying that's about saying this, I have a PS4. Um, oh, big. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I I wish I still had time to play on my PS3, but it's like apparently I bought a PS4 because I'm like I really want a PS4 to play the games, and it's like I don't have time to play games, so I really bought it, and my girlfriend plays it all the time. Yeah, but for sure. I'm just like you bought it for me, huh? And I'm like, no, I actually did it. Buy it for you. Um, in real life. In real life, this was actually a purchase for myself. <laughs> um, but Madden 18 is out right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all are playing it. I don't play. I don't play games like that, like 2K, Madden 18, uh, Madden, the football version. I don't none of that shit. I'm really not interested. Um, but the the premise for this one is a little different. It follows this character that the character's name is Devin, and Devin is newly drafted to football team, newly drafted to a basketball team. Now. The whole thing about it is he gets joined by his good old boy-ass best friend. I think his name is Luke or some white boy shit like that. And Luke goes behind his back with his coach and tells his coach to think of Devin like Cam Newton and to make his plays easier for him. So apparently, the way this game says, Cam Newton has all of his plays hella simplified. So say... He somebody he gets hiked the ball. He looks downfield. If he sees the running back or the wide receiver, he's supposed to throw the ball to either one of them that he sees. If he doesn't see any of those people, he turns to his left and he throws the ball to another player. It's either you see them, you throw it. You don't, you turn and you throw it. You only have to make one decision. And I'm like, and the friend was like, I know which plays he's good at. I know which plays he's not good at. Like, I really feel like this will work for him. Like, I'm his best friend. Like, I'm trying to look out for him. And I, I get what they was trying to say, and I that's, it, it worked out, I guess. But they then the game started to develop in stupid ways, and I stopped being interested. But it was basically, I, I started to think, I'm like, does if this is real, because they could have legitimately been making this shit up, but if this is real, right? no wonder why Cam Newton says such dumb shit on the air. He doesn't have to think when he's working. Yeah, he's completely ridiculous. Like, like if, we, if we're talking, like, in real, actual <laughs> life, Cam Newton, like, the things that he says shouldn't surprise people just because he... He's never had to be accountable for like the things that he's saying Clearly. because he he hinges so much on him being um, an athlete, right? Right. So that's the only thing that matters. So much so that they take care of all of the fucking dumb work for him, and it's that's such a waste. Yeah, it's a it's a real waste because you have people who are actually decent people and good athletes. That could have the same opportunities as him and be doing well, but you have this jack off that doesn't understand anything about any fucking thing. 
Uh, <laughs> not and, a jack off. And it's just like you don't have pe. It's like you don't. E- you have people that will sit up here and simplify your job to the point where you don't have to think. Only thing you have to do is literally see with your eyeballs. That's the only thing that you're required to do. Mm-hmm. You 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 don't think it'd be like a, a good idea since they have to simplify your job to also simplify your mouth and get you somebody to proofread it before it come out your mouth. Like it. it he said simplify <laughs> his mouth. It did a lot of simplifying. And that's the, I feel like he a simple ass nigga already. He could be like, Marshawn Lynch would be like, I'm just here, so I won't get fined. Thank you. (laughs) I would love to answer that, but I'm just here, so I won't get fined. fined. All they told me was I had to show up. (laughs) They said, show up, ma'am. And you won't get fined. And And you won't get fined. And I said, all right. I said, I will, then here I am. I'm here. And I'm like, I, I get it. I get it. You know, checks checks must be written and bills must be paid. But right. if if you if they paying you so much money to do nothing, how about you invest in yourself and your image and get you a publicist? <laughs> she is bringing this man to jail. I can't. <laughs> I can't. And that's all I got to say about that. I she really can't. If that... anything, go simplify. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, ma'am. If they're going to simplify you, you need to simplify everything. <laughs> <laughs> don't stop just at Right, don't being stop just the at team. the football. Because I understand that's the majority of where the check comes from. You sound <laughs> mad old right now. And when they stop you at the football, <laughs> when you think you're just doing that football thing, but it's not enough. It is you know, not enough. It is never, ever, ever. <laughs> Bro, I'm so I really am. I am deceased. But for real, that's, I mean, I'm just saying, this was a video game that very well may be completely fucking made up, but. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I, I don't, don't know. know. And if it is true, that makes loads of sense. Yeah. Oh, uh, something I did want to talk about, I forgot. So I don't watch uh, Love and Hip Hops in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Amar, Amar La Negra. Amala la negra. Uh, she has been. Um, She's pretty much been in the news since that season bro, has since, started. Since before the season started, <laughs> I've known about this woman. So I'm like, who is she? Like, wow. This dark skinned, beautiful woman who has this big old fro. So anyway, apparently the season finale reunion, reunion came out not too long ago. Are you talking about uh, Lil Hollywood? Little Hollywood. Is it Little Hollywood? No, his name is Young Hollywood. Oh, but, I was but like, the, he, why you call him so Little Because the nigga looks 12. That's why he I does. call he him Little like Hollywood. <laughs> he look like Little Hollywood. There's a big Hollywood somewhere. So. <laughs> Whoa, that's weird. Yeah, type her. <laughs> I was um, just like. We're on, uh, we're currently like Facebook living and we're on here too, so. Hey. Hey. All kind of shit going on. Um, so, uh, so anyway, so they were talking about the show or whatever. Um, like Young Hollywood was like Amara was taking two things too seriously, and she wasn't like like he was making a joke, and he she just takes things too seriously. And then Veronica was like, 
like they were like, what do you identify as? And she was like, I identify as black. And I'm like, bitch. First, if you are black, huh? <laughs> she might be black. Let's 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 clear that. You are not. She might be black. She might have black people, but you're black by convenience, right? You're not black because you like own up to it and you want to be a part and of you it. You're proud of you it. You're like proud Amara. of being black, like Amala. Amara la legla. You gotta like it just lower so your whole sexy to say the whole thing. Amara la negra. You gotta say the whole thing or else it feels weird, you know? Like a tribe called Quest. You know? Like a tribe called <laughs> Quest or a pimp named <laughs> Slickback. You know what I'm saying? You got to say the whole thing. That's how the name works. So, uh, so anyway, so. They're like, you know, you fake, you have these wigs, blah, 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 blah. But she has, like, receipts that she has naturally curly hair. She has receipts. Unlike Veronica. I ain't never met a Veronica I like yet. She has this motherfucking bone straight ass. I'm just kidding. I have have Veronica friends. My thing is, Big was making the thing about you are not Latina because your hair is curly and you're dark skin which is like the bane of like every afro latina i know like just because i have curly hair and dark skin does not mean i am not afro i'm not so latin people have so latin people have naturally straight hair right so african people have naturally straight hair let's talk you sound fucking stupid is what you sound you sound real dumb shit like what do you mean, my hair? And he's talking about you turning it into a colorism thing. No, that's what she making it into. You literally told me that my look is not going to work unless I look more European. Right. Unless I look like Veronica Vega, and we are we are exactly the same. Like, I, she is mixed with... Um, but... Amara but, has more talent <laughs> than... I clearly. I mean, that's the difference. That is the difference. But it's it's just... You're both Dominican. The only... You just have more... Af- you know, Amada has more Afro in her blood than you do. And you sound mad. And you sound real mad about you it. You sound upset. And it's like... And I feel like you... Don't be mad. You, you claiming being black right now because being black is popping. Don't be mad. But... And she said the N-word like so free... And like, of course, black Twitter like dragged her and dragged Young because Hollywood that's what they do. as they do, as they should. You know, they shouldn't drag everybody, but they're going them to. two need to be the drags. <laughs> they um, shouldn't do a lot, but they're going to. Speaking of dragging, uh, let's talk about this Bruno Mars and like cultural appropriation. Okay, All so right. I know we had to come here. Uh, so <laughs> there have been some hotepi. Uh, so woke they sleep people and like you know how they Bruno more Bruno mm-hmm. Mars is appropriating black culture so let's get a couple of things clear El Clarello <laughs> about it okay <laughs> cultural appropriation is when you take someone else's culture and you are benefiting from it and you're not giving homage or praise to that culture there are a lot of things that African Americans do that are very African centric but it's not appropriating because one, it could be a part. It is a part of our culture because it's part of the diaspora of being an of African American black. Right. But also, if you're paying homage to something, it is not necess- is not appropriation. Okay. It is a very thin line, but it is a line nonetheless. Right. And some people think because Bruno Mars doesn't say he's black. Now he's Puerto Rican and he's Filipino. I don't know too many Puerto Ricans and not Filip- and, and Filipinos that don't have black in them. Right. I have not met one. I have one. not met one. Not one. So he's black somewhere in there. 
And just because he doesn't say he's he's black or he's like Afro Latina, you like genetics doesn't mean you don't get to identify. It's not I, because I don't say it doesn't mean it's real. Like right, he is still black. All that curly hair on his head. And that odd shape ass head, yeah, he one of ours. He is a part of our community. Wide you understand, right, <laughs> bro? Like he's definitely a part of our community in some kind of diasporic way. He may not know it exactly, and like, what black person knows exactly from America knows where they're from exactly. There's very few of us that would know like where our lineages go. So, forget you know, I'm not with all that nonsense about like he not black and yada 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 like. He is not only paying. He is not only paying black people for the for the music and the art that he is doing, but he's also paid homage to them multiple times in multiple theaters. I mean, multiple awards. And almost and everything that he does. Everything he does, he pays homage to black people, uh, or the or the black artists that that helped him that create inspired. his art that inspired him. And the I mean the finesse song, which I cannot hear not one more time. My daughter had played the hell out of that song <laughs> for the millionth time, but. Like, he, at the end, he says this is about In Living Color. Like, he introduced In Living Color to a whole new generation, generation that of really that didn't man didn't know a damn it. thing about it. Right. And they're watching it right now and laughing just as hard as we did in the 90s. So, like, miss me with all that. Like, he's culturally appropriate. He's culturally, he is the example of culturally appreciating right. black art. That is what he's doing. And he won all the awards. I am sad since I didn't win any awards. But... If you're gonna lose anybody, it would definitely be the Bruno Mars. I would, I would rather have lost the Bruno Mars than anybody else. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. So I mean, people um, just need something to be mad about. Sit down and read your magazine, girl. Cool. Uh, <laughs> all right. So that's the only things I have for the things that I care to care about. And that's about all we you? care about. All right. Well, and we'll be right back. Bye. What up, everybody? This is Tova with Austin Poetry Slam. And I just wanted to let you guys know that we are going to be having our slam off on April 7, 2018. Um, it is going to be at the Stateside Theater. Please go to austintheater.org for your tickets. We are halfway sold out, and it's not going to get any better the longer you wait. Again, it is austintheater.org. Go to their website and look for the Austin Poetry Slam off. And we're going to be t- picking the top five people to represent your city at the National Poetry Slam in August in Chicago, Illinois. Again, that is austintheater.org. Go to uh, look up Austin Poetry Slam off and then buy your tickets there. See you there. Bye. Hi. And this is the part of the show mm-hmm. where we tell you that we are broke uh-huh. and that you should give us money so that we can continue to do this and be great and make y'all laugh and be fucking awesome. Amen. And then the channels in which you could do that. So first up, we have the Patreon, mm-hmm. which for a small monthly donation of $1 to $5, you can... Donate to us and get a fund going so that we can contribute to this awesome program that you enjoy so that we can continue to let you enjoy. But if you can't commit to a monthly fee, I know it's very hard for me to commit to much these days. So you can make a one-time or multiple one-time donations. Amen. (laughs) Don't let the one-time stop you. (laughs) You know. And that is patreon.com backslash. Yep. Sweet Tea Podcast. We also have the Sweet Tea, Podcast. the Sweet Tea Podcast, and we also have a 
Cash App, mm-hmm. which is also the Sweet Tea Podcast. And you can also patronize our business because we two black women trying to get it. Uh, um, uh, you can actually go to southernsoulrootsandgifts.com mm-hmm. and there's a promo code Sweet Tea, S W E E T T E A, for 20% off your first order. These bonnets, though, these bonnets and these beanies, shits is hot. They're going hot. Shits is hot. So we had our first show, officially, yes. of just selling bonnets when we was at Woman of the World, and I had 17. We went there with, they went there with 17. And I and came back with four or five? Yes, Lord. So. So, you know, check them out, because if you see it, here. you might not see it. Wouldn't you want to go back and make up your mind? So, you know, like like, like they say in pity pet games, you study long, you study wrong, huh? Right. So uh, make up your mind and, and get you some style going on in your life. And it'd be appreciated. It really would. It really, really would. So we got the business, we got the cash app, and we got the Patreon. That's it, right? Yeah. And All you right. only need three. Any of those three. You should just do that. <laughs> uh, and give us money. Um, oh, okay, and I got the self-care tip of the day. I was about to, see, I'm, like, working while I'm working. You know what I mean? We're always multitasking something. You're working while you're working. Because right. if you're not working while you're working, then why are you working? <laughs> you know? Because you're already okay. working. Because I'm already working. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm already at work. That's so, because. Uh, self-care tip of the day is, uh, I found it on the Googles. It says, neurobotics for your mind. Get your brain fizzing with energy. American research coined the term neurobotics for tasks with activities. The brain owns biochemical pathways and to bring new pathways online that can help to strengthen or preserve brain circuits. Brush your teeth. Oops. Brush your teeth with your other hand. Take a new route to work or choose your clothes based on sense of touch rather than sight. People with mental agility tend to have lower rates of Alzheimer's disease and age-related mental decline. So, yeah, you so know, it's also how try to work like your brain anytime you can. Building new habits. Mm-hmm. That's a, and I'm not trying to correct you, sis, but you were saying neurobotics. It was neurobics. Oh, it was a long day. You know, uh, English <laughs> is fucking dumb. <laughs> Because, honestly, it could have been either or. Just somebody just said it more times one way than the other. I, I feel you. I fucking hate English. <laughs> I feel you. I'm mad. This is, like, one of the few. This is the only language I got. It's real dumb. Anyway, so, yeah. Uh, I say as much incorrect French as I can. Niggas ain't gonna check. Charge eight. But, yeah, self-care, self-care tip of the day. I've never tried to brush my teeth with my other hand. Like that'd be weird. I took a new route to work, and every time I try to take a new route to work, I get lost. <laughs> <laughs> but I try. You try. <laughs> trying, is the, trying is the key point. I try, damn it. <laughs> I don't be having time. I'll just leave here right in the nick of time, so I don't have time to be. Like sometimes I'd be like, let me let me try to navigate these 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 Texas hills, and I'd be like, GPS. Help, please. Right. Just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay, kidding. so this is where we answer questions from the mail call, or we answer a question that we find from somewhere interesting. Do you have the 
Yeah, hold on. Uh, Toba I was still Toba working, still working while, working. while she's working. <laughs> All right, so I always look at advice columns because I feel like we could um, potentially do that one day. We could potentially do this one day. Also, I think that we answer them better than some of these um, do. that coughing as my uncle dying in the background <laughs> um so the title is dad needs to tell young sons their mom is dead and we're here wow dear amy i am an american man living in china with my two sons i left my wife because she was a drug addict i paid for her to go to treatment to a treatment program but it did not work for her she died of an overdose my older son was three when his mother died. His younger brother was two. Neither boy seems to remember much about her. We moved to China a few months before she died. Both boys think their mother is in America. I have not told them the truth about her. I don't think they know that she had many problems or that she is dead. My older boy is proud to say when asked that his mom is in America, but I think they... that. He surely must wonder why she never is never in touch. I know I need to tell my sons the truth. I would never tell them she died of a drug overdose, but I wonder about the guidelines. How old should they be when they how old should they be when I tell them their mother is gone forever? My oldest son is five, the youngest is almost four. I'd really appreciate your help. Lost. Five and four. Yeah. That speaking from experience from someone whose husband died, like the spouse who died while their kids were very young, that's not something that they're going to understand right mm-hmm. now. So I would I would ease it on them because they're not gonna understand the concept completely until they're old enough to really get what you mean. They so for your youngest one, four-year-old, I, I just, I think that it's too young to tell them it's exactly. It's too young to tell them the they, truth. Yeah, but at the same time, you have to tell them something. I would tell them that they passed away, for yeah, sure. I would, I would not them. have that keep going on because that's not a that's not a something that maybe one day she'll come back live. She's never coming back. So like, they need to be aware of that, and I think that hiding something like that can potentially harm them yeah could definitely harm them in the future so um i would say definitely tell them that the kid you know i would tell the parent the the kids that you know mom is not coming back she passed away she's in heaven whatever way you got to like spin that to get that get that out maybe the drug addict thing maybe tell them when they're way later i I would honestly i would let that be something that they find out on their own no i would not no, no, I'm not going to because no. because it's going to raise more questions. If it was me, when I found out how bad off my dad was on drugs, I was mad at my mama for not telling me. Because yeah, it made how old were you? I was, you found out? I was older. I was like, it was around the time when they got divorced, and that was when I real. that's when I found out why. So I was like 12 or 13. Yeah, I, but I think that that is appropriate because kids – 
but you I know, don't you feel like they don't exactly. really understand until that age. But I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think that, like, because she's already passed away, it's a little different. Like, your dad was still, like, kind of around at the at time. Them. He was. He was alive, but he wasn't. He was he was incarcerated. Yeah. So so, the, so he was still present. Like you have no harm or foul if you tell him about. I would say like thirteen, fourteen, because you really like start understanding like what the world is around I'm you. I'm saying like not ever being, tell them, but that has to be. I'm not saying that they have, they have to find, find out, out on their own. own because now that now they you have seem to like the bad guy. that on their own. Let me tell, say that. Well, how are they going to pursue it if they don't know that it's real? No, they're going to know that their mom, like you just said, like they, we're going to explain to them that they passed away. But when right. they're older and enough, we're like, well, what happened to mom? When okay. they're old enough to understand, then you tell them the truth. Yeah, okay. I agree to that. That's what I mean. But you have to get to the point, you have, you have to tell them that their yeah. mom has passed away. They have to know that she's gone. But when they're old enough to really understand the details, then you tell them that. But not right now. Because what the human mind does is it makes up things yeah so if it doesn't know exactly you know oh my mom is in america oh she's you know fighting overseas or whatever the case may be however you spend that in your own brain but you have to get them like give them that truth at least i think you know someone i mean babies as old as like four understand that somebody's not coming back you know what i mean so um gosh i hope i don't know what year that was but i hope that they I hope y'all, you know, good luck with that. Yeah. And good luck if with... If you guys have a, a question that you want us to fill out, or fill out, what am I talking about? You want us to answer, you can always email us at the Sweet Tea Podcast, the Sweet Tea Podcast at gmail.com, and we would love to get one of your questions. And then if it's good enough, we will talk about it on the air. Well, this was a question in the group text. Me and my best friends have a group text. This is the only group text I tolerate is uh, from them. Um, oh, that question was in, oh, it was March 19, 2018. That was like now. That was a few days ago. Yeah. A couple of days ago. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, well, good luck with that, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that, um, um, yeah, that's, that was, that's rough. I hope figure that out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Um. So, a question in the group text, question of the day. What would you tell your 14-year-old self? Ooh. Uh, 14, what is that? Um, freshman in high school? Honestly, I would say men ain't shit. <laughs> and they Same. never going to get better at it. Like, you're always going to be straight, which is unfortunate. But you just have to realize like men come with a lot of baggage and they don't have a way to emotionally process it and you are not going to be the one that helps them process it they have to figure it out on their own and they have to be mature enough to figure it out so um i would say that i would say that men ain't shit for your whole life mm -hmm. and you just have to come into it that way and you can't change them they are going to be who they are no matter what you do no matter how good you are no matter how great you are in bed all that all that shit doesn't matter they're gonna be ain't shit so yeah take that as a caveat and live your life the best way you can like i've like driven thousands of miles for men i've you know met up with men you know all kinds of stuff thinking that this is this is the thing that's gonna get them to like me more or whatever and it you know wound up never happening or didn't work out the way i wanted it to but um and then to all of my friends that are men and all the men that listen to this, we appreciate you. We honor you. We're we not talking you. about y'all. Well, <laughs> we are talking about you, and we don't know that. But 
I think that men don't process emotions well because they've never been taught how to do so. I don't believe that they don't process emotions well. I don't. I, I, I honestly don't. don't. I don't believe that men don't process emotions well. You know when you're feeling emotions. You know how they make you feel. Men don't want to be open about their feelings. Right, but because they've been conditioned that that like, is a sign of weakness. You know Even how gay you're men feeling. have the same thing. Because if they Which can process themselves clean the fuck out of feeling any type of way, then they can process their feelings. I agree. I just think that it's giving them too much credit <laughs> to, like, do it on their own. That's just... I. Until they get to old enough to a maturity, or I've noticed like men that have to take care of people like at a young age, then they can do that. Um, but yeah, if you haven't been able to take care of people, like, and sometimes it will be the most damaged ones. So, you know, just live your life. Be uh, be a great fourteen year old. Go to college. Go to the college you want to. Hang out with as many people as you can because life is really fucking short. That's what I would say. What would you Actually, say? Actually, my it it'd be on the same lines, but instead of men ain't shit, I would go with people. People ain't shit. That's true too. I spent the majority of my time in high school trying to fit in with the cer- with a certain type of group of people that I felt like I aligned myself with and that I was supposed to align myself with. Mm-hmm. Now that I know that I am not anything like them people and I don't want to be anything like them people. They suck. Mm. It felt, I I would have told my 14, excuse me, I'd have told my 14-year-old self to focus on developing that part of yourself that feels like you need these people. Like the, the type of shit that they're going to offer you, yeah. why do you feel like you need that? Because once I figured it out. ass people. Once I figured it out and figured out that I'm cool with being by myself, I'm cool with not having a lot of friends, I don't need that popular That's shit. So real. I was good. Yeah. I too. was good. Like, so the 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 stress of being 14 and you got all this new environment around you, don't let the new environment overwhelm you because these people ain't shit. <laughs> they not. So and and after graduation, you probably won't see half of them ever again. So That's also very true. Do do you focus on focus on getting that sash, that colorful one that you wear for graduation that they have to give to you when you get there? That means that you're really smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably have scholarships. Be one of those people. Fuck everything else. College is four years. It's going to be a really fun four years. Or it's going to be shitty. Graduate and do whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Yep. That's what I would say. Um. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, well, that uh, was episode any church, ten. Any church announcements? Um, if you're gonna be in Austin, I am actually featuring tomorrow at an LGBTQ slam, which really is not a slam. It's just a show that I'm gonna be doing poems at, and there's gonna be art around me, and hopefully there'll be art and wine. Where is that'd it? Be great. Where is that gonna be? South Congress. Where? Uh, St. Edward's University on South Congress. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Just come, what building? I don't know. I'm okay. getting all that, I'm getting well, all that information together. And we, it's like. She'll put it on her Instas and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we might just meet you over there. Yeah. That's Because we'll already be south-ish from our house. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm working. I, I mean, I have to pick up Harper from. Anyway. Oh, I have Harper, right? So cool. I, Cool. That's right. That's yeah. absolutely right. Okay. Well, y'all could just y'all could just meet me. That'd what be time dope. Is it? Um, 
It's going to be for seven. Tim's going to be there. Um, cool. I'll just work somewhere with Harper until mm-hmm. uh, I see her. I think a couple people are going to be there. And I think since they know what's happening, think of maybe B Fran and then my slide through. I don't know. Okay. There'll be more people there than just me. Yeah, so if you're <laughs> down for poetry, there is some happening tomorrow. Um, also, um, April 7th is Austin Poetry Slam Off at austintheater.org. Please go on there to get your tickets. We are uh, we have 300 seats. We've already sold 124. So you should go and do that. Uh, we sell out every year. Um, this weekend, we are going to be at the Bayou City Slam. It's everybody that we Houston, love is going to be there, too. Basically, everybody I adore is going to be down there in Houston. So that'll be dope to go and to. And we'll have the bonnets, the beanies, and these goddamn magnets so we can get rid of them. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then on the next weekend, we are going to be at Melanated Marketplace. In Pflugerville, um, Texas, right? Sure. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. It's either Pflugerville or it's going to be at 11th Street. I'm not exactly sure. But we're going to be there. We'll have there with the bonnets. If you have questions or you want us to, like, hang out and come talk to us, please come out. Um, we would love to meet you guys. I think, you know, we're going to try to brew up a live show soon. Um, so, anyway, keep, keep a lookout. Go to all of our Instagram Facebooky things. Um, and that's it. You have a good night. Y'all have a great night. Bye. Bye. Bye.